Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It's Wednesday, so that means it's time for your listener questions. And Ricky and Pam join me to tackle those questions. We get some great questions about should you take a three-night cruise on the Wish or a four-night cruise on the Dream? Which one of these is the better choice? Really, there's no wrong answer here, but here are our thoughts on that. Again, how about California Grill or Steakhouse 71? For a special meal for the couple that has a babysitter only one night of the trip. The uh, the grandparents are going. They're watching the kids for one night. Where do you go? Steakhouse 71 or California Grill? Pam does a great break, breakdown on that. We talk about two families traveling together. How do you connect those reservations while still maintaining control of each reservation for each family? We discuss that as well. We also get into a little bit of a discussion on the Super Nintendo Land that is uh, in technical rehearsals out at Universal Studios Hollywood and how crazy that is. And Mike uh, even brings up, is there too much figment in Epcot right now? Maybe a little bit of a hot take. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney tripling needs over at The Magic for Less Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. The one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's really appreciated. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2223 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and glad to be back in the studio again answering your listener questions. And today it's the OG crew. We're going to have a good time. We're all back together here in the new year. Settling back in after, you know, New Year's and the marathon weekend and the blisters and the, the pulled hamstrings and the sore knees. <laughs> I'm back and the ladies are back as well. And we're going to have a good time putting together a couple of podcasts for you today. So starting off list your questions today, joining us from the mouseforless.com down in Atlanta, Georgia. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Wednesday. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you know, just uh Moving and a grooving uh, toward, uh, you know, having a, a, a baby here. At, we've got a room all ready to go, though. So that's exciting. Like, we've, she's got a place to go when she gets here now. So <laughs> that's important. That's very important. Yes, yes, yes. So and yes, of course, there are absolutely Disney touches in my baby room. So, yeah, there's there's some really cute little mini mouse stuff all, all over you know so that's good i thought about this the other day that you so you're you're preparing a room for your baby you know you have to get the nursery ready and all that stuff for the, for the new baby girl and like we're at such opposite points of our life right my my oldest just got her stuff out of here so now yeah. i have i have a podcast studio so like <laughs> i'm i'm at the opposite end right i'm like 
just just can you take your dresser and your bed up to Chicago with you? And then I will finally, after 14 years of doing a podcast in the dead middle of the basement in the corner, actually, you know, it started off over in Florissant in the playroom. I mean, with, you know, Lego, you know, the Polly Pockets and Barbies everywhere, which I had to hide every time we recorded once we did video. You know, now I have a room with a door and I have a yes. TV in here that I can watch Love Boat on 24-7. It's amazing. So, yeah, opposite. Play, opposite no, very opposite directions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. Mizzou Gold. Anyway, also joining us up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, we have Pam Forrester. Pam, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Yeah. Um, it, it, being able to close the door is a good, good thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> when you inherit your kid's dog, you know, when she goes to Chicago, I mean, That's not that true. she's ever getting the dog back. It is now my dog. So gotta have Mike's a got a dog. Who would have known? <laughs> Love that I know, right? Uh, it's funny. That, um, part, that part's I funny. I know. It yeah. is. It is because you were not a dog person. No, he was not. No, this dog kind of, you know, swept me off my feet. I love Riley. She's, she's an awesome dog. She's awesome. Yeah. So she's, uh, you know, when you work from home, Pam, you know this, right? I mean, I'm here by myself, you know, Pam and, and, and Mallory are off at school, you know, during the week. And, you know, it's just Riley and I, you know, some days if it gets super busy, a little behind the scenes. Sometimes Riley does my quotes for me. If I get really hey, busy, I give her the laptop. I work on the desktop. We're side by side. She she doesn't type quite as fast as I do, but I tell Riley, okay, you're doing Disneyland today. I'm doing World and Cruise, and let's knock this out, and we'll have lunch at noon. That's how we That's work. Good. Yes, I love that. And so you may get your question answered by Riley. Right, exactly. So if there's typos, I apologize. It was Riley. You know, she's only got pause. She doesn't have fingers. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, all right, let's uh, let's get some questions here. Ryan's got a question here in the live chat. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. He says, hey, I'm trying to decide between a four-day cruise on the Disney Dream in February or a three-day cruise on the Disney Wish. Which would you go with? Okay, I have thoughts. First of all, Ryan's in our chat, so this is good. Hopefully you can follow up as he's listening. First of all, I'd like to know if this is your first cruise ever, because if it is your first cruise ever and you haven't been on any of the ships, I'm going with the four-nighter on the Dream, because you won't have any frame of reference. You're going to get an extra night for probably about the same cost, um, I would guess. You know, They're going to be in the ballpark, and you're going to get 25% more cruise for your buck. The Dream is a great ship. The Wish is obviously kind of the gem right now and the hot new hotness. But I would definitely, if this was me, I would do the Fortnite on the Dream, especially first-timer. Ricky, what say you between those two choices? I I kind of agree with you. I would do the, the Fortnite on the Dream. Um, you know, just because I think that, uh, you know, having that extra night is so huge. You know, the, the biggest complaint that you know, we tend to all have is that a three night cruise just goes by in an instant, you know? So, um, you know, even though it's on the newer ship, I mean, the wish or the, the dream is such a fantastic ship. I mean, you're not going wrong by being on the older ship. Um, so I would absolutely consider the four night on the dream. Pam, are you going to go four night or do you have a, you know, anything to say for Ryan? I mean, cause the wish would be a, a really neat experience, but if you don't have a frame of reference, you know, you, you don't know what you're missing if you don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I would go with the dream too, just because it's always I, longer is, you know, Better. always the right choice when you're going on a vacation. I mean, I, Steve always makes fun of me because he says I'm constantly 
adding more vacation at the front or at the back <laughs> of our vacations. And I'm always like, yeah, yeah. that yeah. kind of yeah. does happen. I but, mean, is uh, is, is that not what you're supposed to do every single yeah, time? Yeah, I thought that's what um, you're supposed I to do. Was like, it's that's what? an occupational yeah. hazard. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I can't go home. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yes. <laughs> All right. Next question is from Jessica in the inbox here. She says, hello, Mike and BOGP crew. We're planning a Disney World trip this year with another family. Would it be better for us to book a hotel ticket package together or separately? What are the pros and cons of each? If we book as one package, would uh, would only one of us have control in my Disney experience or would both of us moms be able to have control of our families? Both of our families go to Disney World annually. We've just never been together. We plan to stay at the same resort and would like to be close to one another, but we don't want we but we don't have to be next door to each other. If it helps, here are a few extra details. My family's two adults, two kids. The other family is two adults, three kids. One thing to note is that the other family may be staying a few uh, fewer nights than my family. Thank you. Jessica's in South Carolina. She says a listener since 2016. Listen to that. That's awesome. Long time to listen. So thanks for listening that long, Jessica. Okay, so this is what I do every day. You know, this is this is like my my jam here. Bread and uh, butter. Yeah, absolutely. So what you're going to do is you're going to book these separately. Okay, you're going to have two confirmation numbers. Each family is going to have their own confirmation number. And what you're going to do is connect through the app. There's a, there's a great feature called Friends and Family. So when you connect via, via Friends and Family in the My Disney Experience app, you can then make theme park reservations, advanced dining reservations, all that stuff together. You'll just check off in this list because everybody will now show up in the list, the kids and the adults. You'll say, you know, Bob, Bill, Jane, you know, whoever. And you'll check off everybody's name that you want to be included. Bam, boom, beam, bing, everybody's there. And what this does, it still keeps you under two confirmations. So you're in charge of your, you know, your billing because obviously your stay will be a different cost than the other stay. You got different amount of kids. You got different amount of days. You know, you'll have a different credit card on your room than they will. You want to keep a lot of stuff separately, but you'll be able to plan together. So, Pam, you know, we've seen this over the years. It it is a slick system and it keeps everybody. But you can also you can maybe you could talk about the travel with because that's something they might want to consider, too. Yeah. So what Mike said is absolutely right. And you really don't want to book two rooms. Well, you can't really book two rooms under one reservation. There's a very um, specific situation where you can do that. And that's when you have your number of adults outnumber your number of children. And you're going to have a combined room because you don't all fit in that one room or you want to have separate rooms. That's really only it. You're not going to book two rooms under one reservation 98% of the time. Um, so Mike's absolutely right on that. But the linking through family and friends feature in My Disney Experience really gives you so much control. You can make dining, you can make lightning lane reservations, you can buy Genie Plus, you'll be able to share a photo pass, all of those great features. And there is a little feature that Mike um, talked about too, which is called a travel with number. And you can have um, your travel counselor contact Walt Disney Travel Company to make sure that there's a travel with number put on that reservation. And that sort of gives the resorts a little more of a heads up that you will be traveling with this other reservation and they're linked in that way. So that's what you do. And and I'll tell you, traveling with a group like this, like two families together, the the kids don't just have a good time. The adults are going to have a good time together too. I know a lot of times we think we're doing this for the kids, but everybody's going to have a good time together. It's fun to see your other, your friends, kids, 
interact with your kids at a place like Walt Disney World. And also, I'll tell you what, we learned this a long time ago. When we took Mallory, because we took Paige's friend a couple times to Walt Disney World, and we took Mallory's friend a couple of times. It's so much easier to manage your kids when they have friends with them, especially like in lines and stuff. Because we had like only children, right? Twice. Like Paige was an only child, and then Mallory came along when Paige was older. So it's like having a second only child. Way easier to manage when they have a friend. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, they have they have entertainment. You don't have to entertain them because if otherwise, man, it was me playing all the you know like girl slap games where you go, you know, no 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 no, and I had, <laughs> and I'm terrible at them. You know, I didn't know how those things. <laughs> <were>. <laughs> I was like, good, you got a friend who knows better than I do. So there you go. All right, Lane's got a question. Uh, good question that I've been getting about a thousand and one times every day. At the magic for less. When will booking for 2024 <laughs> Disney World packages open? Pam, the good news is Pam knows the exact date, minute, and second. yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be the treat, right? Um, so we're probably not going to see those till much, much later in the spring, like the latest of springs or even the earliest of summers. Um, so that's how it works with Disney. They will release them all at once. We'll have a little bit of advance notice probably, and you'll see us posting something out there. The good news is um, when you book right when packages release, we actually have a special here at the Magic for Less that we only offer for about 30 days, 30 days. each year. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but um, It's we... intense. The agents know, man. It's like, strap <laughs> in, baby. You got one month. You, I'd tell my I family, know. I'll see you next month. <laughs> That's it. And it's like... Um, We double the amount of the gift card that we give you for select packages during those 30 days for Walt Disney World packages. So just keep that in mind during the first 30 days, you can reach out to one of our agents and we'll share that special with you. But yeah, we're all sort of waiting. Um, It's so funny. We have guests, the travel has changed so much. We have guests who either book way, way, way in advance or guests who are like, Hi, um, I'd like to go tomorrow. That, 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 that's, that's, Hi, that, it's me. That, I'm the problem. Me. It's me. me. Yeah. That's, I think it's all three of us actually. We're yeah, it is. It's terrible. We do both. All three of us do both. We plan way in advance and we're like, I'm tired of it. I'm going to Disney. Yep. So anyways, yeah, you'll see it soon. But yeah, a lot of guests, a lot of last minute trips and a lot of people who want to book so early. So. So awesome. real quick though, Pam, there is a change for 2024 that is, you know, different than many previous years next year and it has to do with the room onlys because i'm yeah. getting this question because a lot of folks right about now would be reaching out to book their marathon weekend 24 rooms even princess marathon or princess right, weekend rooms, right because that 499 rule which is now obsolete disney has gotten rid of that gone. so can it's you explain gone. that just so people know because that yeah. is a change that i think a lot of folks that kind of slid under the radar it is So it used to be that while you couldn't book packages, um, even if packages weren't released, Disney had a rule that was 499 days in advance, you could book a room-only reservation. Now, that was kind of good news, bad news, because it sort of let you lock in the room that you wanted to get. You didn't know what the price was going to be. You had sort of a ballpark park price and that price was probably going to increase um, when Disney released their official rates but at least you knew that you had the room the problem with that was though is to convert it to a package you literally had to convert it to a package in that I'm canceling your room only reservation you're getting refunded your deposit and now we're going to turn it into a package reservation 
And that really didn't work that well, especially now because most people are booking packages. There just is such a definitive advantage to that. It gives you so much more flexibility to be able to book the package. So Disney eliminated that 499 day rule. So you can only book packages and room only reservations when Disney officially releases them both together. So, so it's going to be a tsunami come June, you know, ish, ish, <laughs> you know, late May, June, some, sometime. In yes. There, you know, we don't. Yes. Know. Okay. Uh, next question. Let's go with uh, Paul's because his is kind of a speculation question. He says, mm -hmm. so do you think they intentionally pushed, he says Trina, but I think it's Tron opening back to fight the hype of Epic Universe I, or Super I Mario. I think it might have been Tiana. Oh, actually, he says Tron uh, down below. This, oh, uh, Tron. Below. Yeah, okay, I, I, Tron. Okay. Yeah, it could have gone either way. So Yeah, right. It could have gone either way, but it is Tron. Yeah, so do you Tron. think they intentionally uh, pushed Tron's opening back to fight the hype of Epic Universe Super Mario Land over at Universal? Do you, Ricky, this is kind of up, up your Yeah, this is jam. totally up my alley. Uh, so easy answer, no. Um, they did not. First of all, Super Mario uh, Land is not open. Well, Epic Universe is not opening until at least 2024, maybe 2025. I 25 think like, is what I heard. Yeah. yeah, I think they're shooting for like the 2025 ballpark now at this point. Um, so, I mean, no, Tron definitely was not pushed back to meet any that anything there. Because uh, it's still be at least two years before anything with Epic Universe opens. So there's no competition in that. I, I, that's why I thought they meant Tiana because Tiana is, the, you know, uh, going to open up in 2024. So that would be a closer analogy there. But no, also for that one, that answer would be no. Um, so uh, they just Tron got pushed back because of COVID uh, and budgetary issues and, you know, things that like that. I mean, it wasn't anything, you know, <laughs> it wasn't any like planned thing like that. It was all because of COVID and budgetary issues. And that's pretty much what happened there. So, um, you know, and that's why we didn't see Tron open with the 50th anniversary, like it was supposed to, uh, and why it now will open immediately after the 50th anniversary is over. <laughs> well, I think too, here, here's the thing though, too. I mean, we've seen the super Mario land is open at universal studios, Hollywood, right? All it's it's, in, it's yes. in, it's in like technical rehearsals right now. It's going to open soft open, probably late February. I, I would guess that like public opening would be like around March 10th. That's that's Mario Day, oh, March 10th. Hey, Mario. look at you! Oh, I well, like I mean, that. I, I'm a nerd, right? So I I'm just saying. It. I mean, in, in if you've seen the social media stuff of that place, it looks I, so it looks fun. fun. I mean, it's yes. wild. Like, I mean, like I look at that stuff. I mean, I'm not a big Nar Mario guy. Like, I you know Nintendo guy. I, I got a Switch for Christmas. But my one game that I got that I got the Switch because I wanted the Atari 50 collection because of course. I got this Nintendo Switch and what am I playing on it? Super Breakout from the Atari 2600. It's basically a line <laughs> and some bars, boop, and a little square ball, boop, 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 boop. Most basic so thing that. ever. Kind I did of, get yeah. I did get Mario Kart though, so now I'm ah, in, a, in a golf game. Go. So now I'm, I'm expanding my horizons. I'm just saying. But here's the thing: when I've seen that cover, like I, no kidding, like on social media, when I see some of that stuff for the last couple of days. <laughs> Like, I'm like, is that rendered on the computer or is that the real world? Like, yeah. Pam, I, mean, I know. What do you think, Pam? I, mean, I think it's, cr I mean, it, it's next level stuff for sure. I am so looking forward to that. First of all, um, I, it has made my family think about the fact that we need to go out to, um, to see Universal Hollywood. I haven't been there in a few years and it's, 
the food looks spectacular, everything. Yeah. And it sort of is, it's a really, if you haven't been there, um, you should check it out. It's just a neat thing. It has a lot of the things that Universal Orlando has, but it has some of the things that it doesn't have any longer, which is really a cool thing. And it's a very unique park. They still do the back lot things that I think um, I sort of always will miss that at Hollywood studios, right? The back lot tour was kind of a cool thing. You could see the golden girls house (laughs) and you could see the plane Walt's plane. And then, you know, you got to do catastrophe Canyon and all of that stuff. But part of that um, really happens as well. But I, I love to see universal Hollywood really start um, thinking about becoming a destination again, right? Because Universal Orlando was really a multi-day vacation destination. Hollywood, you could knock out in like a day, day and a half, maybe if you wanted to. It just doesn't have all that stuff. But now we're thinking about things. This looks pretty awesome. And I, all those kids who grew up on Mario Brothers are going to want to be there. Who doesn't want to go and eat like the mushrooms? I I, I I don't want mushrooms. I don't want mushrooms on any of my food. I'm I'm, I'm in bad Uh, shape These are mushrooms that you won't like. (laughs) I know. Yes. (laughs) I was thinking about that. I don't like mushrooms. I'm in bad shape. That's my power up, you know, so or whatever it is. Yeah. I, it is. It, it, it's so weird because, you know, it, if you think about it, I mean, because yeah, I mean, if you think about this almost philosophically, like Mario for like the, the generation below me is almost yes. like the Mickey Mouse. Right. I mean, because that's, that's what was in front of these kids, you know, that were like one yes. generation below oh, me. Yeah. They sat there and me, played Mario my gener- forever. I grew, up, yeah. I grew up playing, you know, Mario like that's I had an original. I still have my original Nintendo it still works as far as I, I know. So like, you know, I still, and I can still play super Mario, bro. like I can play Mario on it if I wanted to right now. So, I mean, yeah, it's it, the land looks amazing what they've done out in uh, California. It's crazy. Yeah. And they are going to be building a, a you know, Nintendo world in a Epic universe. I assume that a lot of it will be heavily influenced on super Mario, you know, as well there. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing when it does open. And I, I, you know, I saw what they did there with that, just walking through the tunnel. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that looks so cool. Like they've got me with a tunnel. Even, even Mario <laughs> and Luigi cool. walking around. Like they're, they're, yes, they're walking around Mario and Luigi. <laughs> yes, so they do. Yeah. That part is very oh, cool. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, totally. I'm just waiting for Atari land, you know, like give me, yeah, give I don't me think some, you're going to get I, that. I need some yeah. pitfall Harry, you know, I think, I think we might get a Pokemon land, but no, I don't think you're going to get Atari I care land. less about Pokemon. Give me an Atari land. You know, everybody gets a senior discount because everybody's going to be at least there 50. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Tanya's got a question here. She is uh, one of my great guests over at the Magic for Less. She says, first cruise approaching, and it's out of New Orleans, so no castaway key. Do you recommend doing port excursions on all port days or having lunch in port and enjoying the ship? Ooh, philosophical question. I would guess, okay, it's out of New Orleans, so it's probably Western Caribbean. I don't have this in front of me, but I think it is. Pam, what do you do? I mean, I do like Cozumel. If you're going to Cozumel, there's so much to do there. Paradise Beach is a good beach day. I like going there, but I like, there's a lot of active stuff to do in Cozumel. I, there do, are. I don't know. Do you want to? It's a first cruise. But I, I, like I the, know. I feel so that's guilty rough. About and it would depend on your sea days, too. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right, what do you do? Um, I would probably pick. Yeah, Depending it looks like on it's... the number of sea, of sea days, I would probably pick one of the ports that you weren't as interested in to just sort of go in 
to whatever town you're at and maybe have lunch there is something that's highly recommended and then get back on the ship sort of early that day. Um, but yeah, look at the, look at the shore excursions and see, there's definitely going to be some that are going to really entice you so much more than other ones. And the great thing is that you can pick some that really are half day. So some of those mm -hmm. folks will be gone the whole day and you don't have to. So that's a good Yeah. Thing. It looks like it is uh Cosmel and Grand Cayman are like the majority of the ports that they're going to. So, and I know we've gotten off of both of those. So we had you know. a good day at a bar with a bunch of roosters in Grand Cayman. <laughs> That's all I remember about that day. Remember, was, our taxi driver was very protective. Yes, of us. it was a bus. It was that a minibus. Is, yeah. It was like a Volkswagen minibus. I just yes, remember we got great like, pictures. This side, do not cross this side. Only stay here. Uh, it was so funny. So, yeah. were there not lizards and roosters everywhere at that place? I'm pretty sure oh, there yeah. were. There was, were. You yeah. know, I'm not talking BOGP lizards. I'm talking iguanas. No, like actual everywhere. lizards. Yeah. And we did. Ones. We had sat at. There was a little local restaurant. We sat there literally in picnic tables where the waves yes. were coming in on our feet. Remember? Yes. I mean, we had. It was awesome. You know, <laughs> it, was it, was. Nice. it was a good day. It's one of those days where you're like, what did we even do? And I'm like, nothing. I don't think we did anything. I don't think we did anything. No. What did we do in Jamaica? Nothing. Nothing. We, no, nothing. there we literally sat in a pool all day and you guys had drinks with five o'clock somewhere. Yes. And with life. the bass player from Mario Speedwagon. Yeah, yes, it's true. We were the bass player from Mario Speedwagon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, yeah. those are some of the best days of your life. Podcast cruises, man, they're no joke. <laughs> I'm just saying, yes, man. They're, right. They're unbelievable. All right, let's get to the next question. Christopher's got a question. Says, hello, welcome home. Enjoyed following along on social media this past weekend and can't wait to get back to the parks in just nine short days. Reminder, this is a solo trip with just two park days. Hashtag the last splash. Day one, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Day two, Hollywood Studios slash Epcot slash Magic Kingdom. Maybe all four parks. Anyway, Woo. as the trip approaches, I know, too much for me. Uh, I'm curious. I, I did four parks in one day. It yes, was a marathon. Just, I did it again. Yeah. You know, it almost killed me. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm curious. What are your best sit down restaurants for solo travelers? I don't normally have anything booked as breakfast, lunch uh, will be a combo of quick service or snacks, but I'm thinking after running from park to park both days, a sit down might be nice. There's still some decent reservations available, but most likely we'll utilize the walk up wait list. Thanks for everything you do. Chris is out in New Jersey. I got, okay. I got two suggestions. One is for um, Magic Kingdom. I like the plaza for a sit yeah, down. It, it's, a that's one. a good one because you can look out the castle and they got small seats. Also, sci-fi dine-in at the studios. If you can get a walk up and go in, they have picnic tables in the back. You wouldn't get a car, which I mean, everyone's sitting right. in a car. I mean, I'm, I'm right. like a six-year-old, right? I, I want to sit in a car even if I'm solo, but you know, you can sit in a picnic table at the back and take it all in and you know, nobody knows you. And who cares if you're by yourself? I, I've learned I don't care. Like I go down by myself all the time if he's racist, even though I'm just adopted by Scott's family, so it, it really right. not by myself. But right. um, those are two I would throw out. So Ricky, give a couple more suggestions. So I uh, actually am gonna say because I do the solo trips a lot, um, and I'm by myself a lot, and I honestly I have no problem going to any restaurant at all and sitting and eating by myself. I'm really cool with doing it no matter what, you know, what type of restaurant it is. I, if you want to look at the wait list and see, you know, what's available at the time, you can do it that way. I've done it that way, um, you know, or you can make a reservation like that morning, and, you know, based off of kind of how you're feeling. But don't ever be afraid to just sit 
by yourself at any kind of restaurant, whether it's a buffet or, you know, a family style meal or, you know, what, or, you know, actual, they give you your plate, you know, I don't ever be afraid to do that because nobody's, nobody's judging you for being by yourself, you know? So, um, I say, choose whatever you're in the mood for, you're hungry for. Uh, and that's, that's where I'm going to suggest to go because, there's literally nothing wrong with eating by yourself at any of the restaurants at Walt Disney World. That happens all the time. I got a, I got a, I got a confession to our listeners today. So everybody lean in. <laughs> We're a podcast family and see if you've been in this situation because I've been in this situation the last three times. I've been solo to ABC Commissary because the last time, three times I've gone there by myself, I've had this issue come up and I'm always like, oh man, I wonder if other people have this problem. Because, okay, if you don't know, at the ABC Commissary, this is counter service, right? Yes. But they have people going around busting the tables. That's and, true. And they're like they're like hawks. Dude, they're fast. So, but they have refill machines for the Cokes. Oh. So, and I drink a lot of Coke Zero. So I'm sitting there and <laughs> I'm, just, I'm usually chilling out. So the last time I was down there for Marathon, Scott was eating at, at Hollywood and Vine. I didn't want to do Hollywood and Vine. I was like, nope, I just want my grilled cheese, you know, buffalo chicken grilled cheese, my steak fries. Good to go. So I go over there by myself. Get my thing. I'm sitting under a fake palm tree, listening to the awesome jazz background loop. I'm just living life. I'm like, God, life is good. I'm just, oh, so good. But I slam my soda and I'm empty. And I guess still got half my sandwich and all my fries. I'm like, oh, dude, I need a refill. So, but then I'm like, oh, if I get up and walk over to that refill machine, by the time I get back, my food's going to be gone. Like they, they're so quick on the busing of the tables. So I almost wanted to like tell somebody around me, like, can, can you watch my food? Like I need to yeah, read. I would do that. I did. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, I was just dry. Yeah. I, I didn't have any more soda the rest of my meal. I just <sighs> waited till I was done. I just, I was like <laughs> the whole time. So I, I, I wonder if that's happening. at a table near the, the soda fountain too. I could have done that. That would have, but I mean, I would have been like, you know, it would have been like, you know, like one Yeah, but at least you would have been able to keep an eye on I it could have. And I would have been like, no. Yeah. not done because i love <laughs> right? that sandwich you know it, seriously i would hurt somebody over that sandwich so because uh, okay. i get it a couple times a year i don't know it, it, that's the thing i gotta ask it, hit me up on social media have you ever been like locked up in that situation because that's happening like three oh. different times like See, i need a refill but i can't leave i'm by myself i don't mean about to guard part, my food i need my family the thing that always gets me when i'm eating by myself is when I, and especially now being pregnant is when i'm like oh no I have, to, I have to go to the bathroom <laughs> and I'm by myself yeah. and like, I'm like, ah, okay, just eat fast, finish fast and then go to the bathroom after. Like, I don't like to get up in the middle of, you know, like while I'm eating and go to the bathroom because you never know. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to eat real fast and then go. Lisa so. down in Mobile, Alabama says a napkin left in the chair is supposed to mean the person is returning. I'm just scared. Well, they're going to supposed think to, but you know, what if, what if this college program kid didn't get that memo that day? This like, is true. They, they, right? missed, out, they yeah. missed out on etiquette class that day. My food's gone, you know, like, yep. and I'm just sad the rest of the day. Cause I got to have my meal, you know, right. anyway, back. I just got to, I just want to throw that out there for the good. And let's all have this conversation. Cause this is the real, this is the real meat. This and bones is the real of, stuff. The real talk of, here. Of Disney yes. talk right here. Okay. Pam, give a couple more solo suggestions. I think for Chris. So I'm going to give, of course, the Brown Derby lounge is I think the gr a great place for a solo traveler. Um, they have, you know, smaller tables, which I think is sort of ideal. Sometimes when you're sitting there at a big table all by yourself, it feels a little weird. They do have some smaller <laughs> tables. So try that. But it's a great people watching spot. They have good food, uh, everything like that. You don't have to make an ADR. 
you walk up and see when you can True. be seated. And I was thinking at Animal Kingdom, I actually would suggest Tusker House because you get to somebody else is going to take your pictures. Um, and I think that that's sort of a cool thing, especially when you're a solo traveler. Otherwise, you're sort of handing your phone off to the person right. behind you. And it's like, here, can you take my phone? Some people don't like to do that. Can and, you watch my food? You know, I'm going to go get a refill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the whole thing. So um, I would try there to talk to Tusker House. And see <laughs> how good that works stuff. For you. <laughs> All right, Chris, I know you're heading down. So have a good time. Uh, Frank's got a question. Hey, Mike, hope everything went well for you. Had a question about music being played during Marathon in Magic Kingdom. Is it always an upbeat version of When You Wish Upon a Star on a loop for Marathon over and over and over again? <laughs> I know for half various Disney songs. Also an observation. 15 years ago, I went to the Magic Kingdom to watch my brother run the Marathon. Could walk almost all the way to the castle with hardly any spectators there. Sunday was the furthest away from the castle. I've seen spectators seem to keep most uh the keep disney seems to keep most spectators on main street and that turn to the right uh frank okay so frank here here's the deal i don't know because like you know i'm always running it i'm not watching it but ricky i mean you guys have spectated i would imagine that it is a loop right i mean because i'm never in one spot i mean I, I am slow i'm getting slower every year but i'm not so slow that i actually hear the hear the whole loop repeat you know right that's trouble you know uh but so i remember work? us being i think near it was at the ttc it was near you know where the 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 you know the that goes under and i want to say that they were playing let it go frozen over and over Dude, and over I'd, and move. I'd be like i'm out at that point i think they were yeah they were definitely doing like let it go over and over and repeat you know so in addition to you know caution speed bumps ahead so you know oh, like we just kept hearing yes, that over and over it was both those things over and over again so yeah so that i'm, I'm pretty sure that that they do just have it on a loop and it, it can get grading sometimes that's my buddy that says that actually riley claremont that recorded that's that funny. that says caution caution runners speed bumps ahead I didn't know that until somebody told me that the other day. I'm like, that's, oh my gosh, that's Riley. That's so cool. Cause it doesn't sound like him, but it is. So now, you know, it, that, that's Riley from the announcing at the run Disney. Events. It's, he's out on the dance floor. He's interviewing everybody. Nice. All right. Next question is from Jessica. Hey, Mike and crew, my husband and I are newlyweds and we'll be in Disney world from February 10th to the 17th. The combo. Yay. We're married and my birthday trip. We'll be at French quarter and have a day at each park. I, I gotta say, you're at the most romantic resort for a honeymoon and Valentine's Day. Just boom. Hang on. I got to give you the bell. Right. Perfect. Is this romantic? Yeah, it is. Oh, dude, we're getting yes. up on that. We got to get. We are getting up on that. So, hey, yes. oh my gosh. Yeah, right. yeah. So, I mean, hey, get those in now. I mean, just yeah. start Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put is this, your, is this romantic yeah, I mean, ideas. If, you, if you're early bird, get those in. We'll start the folder and we'll get those ready for Valentine's Day because, you know, you can't miss that. Anyway, nope. uh, Jessica continues. He's never been to Epcot. And the last time I went uh, with my family, we rode Maelstrom. Oh, but, man, I miss Maelstrom. By That's the way. what I know. Yeah, Rest bummer. in peace. Uh, we'll, we'll be there on Valentine's Day and would love suggestions and advice on how to do it in general, but especially on food. Do we try to make a reservation somewhere or thrive off Festival of the Arts plus quick service? Thanks for all your help, Jessica. I say you always have an ADR, especially now that you can cancel 
mere true. hours before. It's an insurance policy. Right? That's Pam, true. Pam, walk her through this. What would you do? Festival of the Arts is going on. Great snacks and good counter service, quick service. But it's Valentine's Day. I get that ADR ASAP. I think I would too. I think there's just something about, and I will say this really happens to my family, um, especially when there's an Epcot festival going on. So we're snacking around. We love the snacks. It's awesome. And then inevitably at some point we're like, you know what? I need food. I really want to just sit down. <laughs> exactly. I want to sit yeah. down and have a meal. Like I love the snacks. We love doing all that, but we all know it's a little bit of a challenge to figure out where you're going to eat once yeah. you purchase the thing, right. right? Like there are tables that you can stand at and that's awesome, but you aren't sitting down a lot and eating. Right. And I think at some point during the day, you just get tired of standing and eating or using the trash can as your table or whole eating and walking. And you just want to sit down and sort of enjoy the meal. So I would suggest making an ADR and like Mike said, you have now the the policies are so lax, um, you can cancel it up to two hours before. So make it now and just have it in your back pocket. So okay, so you know. I'm going San Angel in if you can get it because oh, that is, mind. dude, Mexican food in a volcano at night. <laughs> is this romantic? Oh, is this romantic? Dude, can I just hit that or repeat? Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Yes, <laughs> yes it, is. it is totally. So, Pam, what would you give for a romantic restaurant, real quick? If you had, give her a suggestion, I said San Angel Inn. Wow, that's interesting because there's, I mean, there's, so, I think there's a few good choices there. But you know what? I think I would say, how about La Cellier? Oh, um, yeah. Down there, it's kind of, I don't want to say dungeony, but right? kind of dungeony. Kind of dungeony. Basement. I mean, it's like Basement. you're in a wine cellar. <laughs> yes. We'll say that. I'll try to remove the dungeon from my <laughs> vocabulary when describing a restaurant. That doesn't make it sound that appealing. So we'll say you're in a dark, dimly lit wine cellar. Yes. And you're going to be able to order a good steak or something yes. else. So enjoy. Disney will send you a thesaurus for uh, Valentine's Day. So you can. Uh, <laughs> next time I know. I'll probably, the next time I'm in a meeting, they'll like, we were listening to your podcast. Yeah, exactly. and we and heard you describe this as a dungeon. Yeah, yeah, please <laughs> knock that off. We don't need you to change that. Yeah. yeah please, that. Could you please not do that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, your status at the agency is uh, being reviewed. Okay. So, Ricky, give us one more romantic spot in Epcot for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Chefs de France. Uh, our, if you want to go a little fancier, you can go Monster Paul. Oh, uh, but you know, yeah, that's that's real <laughs> fancy. Uh, but you know, I mean, it is it is Valentine's Day, so you know, might as well go for it. Um, but I think both of those choices are going to be really good options for a Valentine's Day meal. Um, but you know, we play the game. Is this romantic? And it's true. Uh, but there is something kind of romantic about walking around Epcot's Festival of the Arts and. You know, splitting, uh, you know, entree or little, you know, entrees or desserts or whatever that they have. And, uh, you know, Brian and I do this all the time, actually. You know, we'll go, we'll do that for the afternoon or whatever. So do that in the afternoon and then go have the nice romantic dinner. You know, don't overstuff yourself, but just, you know, eat, eat a little bit for lunch and at each booth and, and then go get a good dinner. Yeah. And do a photo shoot with your figment popcorn bucket. Correct. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yes. Which you can now mobile order, which is much better. You, oh my gosh, bravo, by the way, Disney, thank you. That should have been done last year. Uh, and I don't know why they didn't think of that until, you know, that whole hubbub came out. But like, 
You had the ability to do mobile order last year for that, and you should have done it. You want a Disney confession? Hot take? Yeah. I'm kind of figmented out. Like, they're kind of burning me on figment. Like, wow. there's too much figment. Like, seriously, can I get... I know the figment's imagination and it's Festival of the Arts. <laughs> I get the connection. But, I mean, good Lord. Like, he's everywhere. Have you seen the entire pavilion? I know. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. The I'm pin scared. tables. The pin tables are back. I know, but I'm scared. Like, if I go to the bathroom at Epcot, like, the toilet paper's going to have figment on it. Like, it's crazy. It's everywhere. It'll be purple. It will be. I mean, yeah, it'll scare paper. me. It is crazy. I mean, I don't mind figment, but I mean, dude, they went all in on an attraction that is really, you know, that attraction, that version that everybody loves hadn't been around in two decades. It's, it's ironic. Point. It's like point. that little Linus Moore set on you there. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. it? okay, last question of the day before I get anybody else mad at me. Yeah, Mike just ticked <clears> off <throat> half our audience. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I have nothing against the guy. Figment's yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I'll probably get a bucket if I can. He's it's cool little scary looking little bucket, but it is cute. It's cute. Yeah. And it I would look good on your I just shelf. Say, yeah, yeah, exactly for the rotation. I mean, yeah, Sam yeah. Eagle, Sam Eagle. I got needs Sam a buddy. Eagle right there. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. He needs a buddy. Okay, yeah, last yeah. question. Megan says, Hey all. Uh, each podcast episode is getting me more and more excited for our trip to the world in March. We're staying at Saratoga Springs. It'll be my birthday while we're there. The big three O. I remember the big three. That's awesome. Uh, happy birthday. Anyway, this trip will be very different for us as we'll have our eight month old son. We are first time parents. So any tips on traveling? We're driving from Chicago with a little one would be great. Drive through the night. It stinks for the parents, but the kid will sleep. I'm telling you, I've done it from St. Louis. It's brutal, but the kid sleeps most of the trip. Trust me on that. Okay, next. Also, my mom will be tagging along with us and offered to babysit one night while my husband and I have a birthday dinner. As of right now, I'm thinking about California Grill or Steakhouse 71. I like the menu better at Steakhouse 71, but I really want to do something unique since it's just the two of us. Stop it. I know you guys stop that. I know a little Grover Washington pluses and minuses of each. I'm also open to other suggestions. We'll have a car so we can drive anywhere on property. Thanks for all you do, Megan. Okay. So let's talk about this. I was just at steakhouse 71 for breakfast. I had the big old bounty platter, whatever it's called the steakhouse 71. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. God, it was awesome. It was so good. And yeah. one of our listeners, Sarah had a breakfast. She got to hang out with uh, Tim. Nice. She said, Tim is awesome. He still loves he the is. podcast. Still listening. She got a picture with him. So shout out to Tim. We still love you. And we missed you on Marathon. You weren't working that day, but uh, thanks for listening. Sarah, thanks for the picture. Um, Pam, give pluses and minuses. Steakhouse 71 versus California Grill. What would you say? So I will say for us, um, you know, the California Grill was one of my favorite places to go. The issue for us right now or the challenge for us right now is it is a prefix menu, which comprises of an appetizer, entree, and dessert. Wow. Now, when we went there, we did not each get an appetizer, entree, and dessert. We may have split an appetizer and maybe split an entree, or maybe we each got an, our own. And sometimes we would do dessert, and sometimes we wouldn't. Um, but the, so that is the challenge for me. And if you are looking at the menu and you're not sure about that, then I would maybe consider the Steakhouse 71 for that reason. The only other big plus, though, for the California Grill you want to consider is the view. Right. Um, you're going to have a view of the fireworks. It's going to be spectacular. Now, I will say, the prefix menu choices, it is not like some of these other prefix menus where it's sort of mass produced. California Grill is still, you know, cooking that right in front of you in the on-stage kitchen. 
those everything we've had there is fantastic. It's just more than we would typically get. But the view is still spectacular and being able to go outside and watch the fireworks is really a, a very cool thing. Steakhouse 71 has solid food. Um, it's also located in the contemporary. So even if you weren't going to have access to the catwalk up at the California Grill, you could go out on the fourth floor and watch the fireworks from that patio as well. So consider both of those. But you're going to have a good meal either time. The California Grill is going to be <clears throat> obviously a little bit more pricey than Steakhouse 71. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that's, but I mean, you're looking for that unique birthday celebration. So maybe this is the big splurge. Ricky, what would you, if you had, the, if you were in her Megan's shoes, what would you do? I would probably, oh, that is a tough question. I mean, I would look at the menus and see what appeals to you more, um, to be honest. Um, I, of course, am leaning towards more California Grill just for the, experience um but you know like pam said if it's a if it's it's pre-fixed right now i mean then it depends on how you know how hungry you are and stuff like that and how much you know you and your significant other want all that food so um i might i might go to steakhouse 71 just for that reason um I, and Steakhouse 71 is lovely. You know, I think it's it's a fantastic restaurant. So I don't think you're going wrong. Um, but if, if you wanted to really make it super special, I would consider California Grill. Um, that's kind of where I was just leaning towards. Okay, this is going to be a one-minute question because we're running long. But Andrew just threw this question in. He says, what is a non-negotiable must-do for my daughter's first trip to Walt Disney World? They will be six and five, and their favorite princesses are Belle and Cinderella, respectively. Now, this won't cover Cinderella, but... It will get the princess thing, and the kids, both girls, will probably love it. Schedule an ADR at Acker Shoes. Yeah. Just saying. That would be one. something everybody's going to like. And yeah. You're going to get five princesses and pictures and stuff like that. So real quick, what's one thing you would say, Pam, for Andrew? So I get to choose two because, you know, okay. I like to break the rules in this space. Yes. They're going to be two quick ones. Memory Maker is a must-do. 100%. You, uh, you just have to do it. Um, if you have young kids, if you don't have kids, if you have a multi-generational trip or not, get Memory Maker, period. And the other thing I would do is for your day in the Magic Kingdom, um, I would get Genie Plus for everyone that day. And that way you can do the princess meet and greets. Um, you can also do the Mickey meet and greet too, which is not a princess, but is going to be in the must-do. And you'll have Memory Maker and you'll have all those photos and you'll go home and you're like, I was awesome. So yeah, do that. Absolutely. Ricky, what about you? A must-do? I mean, I was going to say definitely make sure you do a Princess Fairy Tale haul, both versions, both sides, um, as well as make sure you go um, and to the Royal Summer House and uh, Norway and make sure you meet Anna and Elsa. All righty. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you for the great questions. If you have a question, we'd love to get it here in the inbox. Send that to Mike at VRGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question in the header there, and uh, we'll get that on the next episode of the podcast. Also, you can join us on Mondays, usually around 530 Eastern. We record live on Facebook and YouTube, and we'd love to have you here joining us as we record live. As always, our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. The agents at The Magic for Less really do work extremely hard every single day to help you plan a great Disney vacation. We know how special the trips are to us, and we want your trip to be just as special, whether it's with the grandkids, your children, maybe you're just adults going down together to have a good time. Maybe you're going solo. Whatever the goal for your trip is, we listen to those goals, and we try to make that trip amazing for you. The good news is most of our agents have gone with kids, or they've gone solo, or they've run races, or they've gone on the ships. 
We have the experience and we're going to help use that experience to your benefit to help you have an amazing time. And of course, we're going to get you the best deal out there, get you some little booking incentives as well to make the trip a little bit more fun. Just swing by the website. That's how it all gets started, themagicforless.com. Fill out the quote form while you're there. Mention the Be Our Guest podcast and we'll be planning that trip together right away. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you do that shopping online. I just bought a cool, handy little adapter for the the plug the outlet here in my office it has like 17 usb adapters and you know usbc usba like seven the things you when you buy junk like that support the podcast at the same time just click through brguestpodcast.com slash amazon and thank you to our patrons who support us each and every month you allow us to keep this show going we appreciate that so very much and our patrons get mike in the midwest a bonus show every tuesday if you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Pam a follow on the social media. She's at TMFLT Pam, Instagram and Twitter. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at be our guest Mike, same places. Would love to talk to you this week. And of course, this Sunday night, Scott and I'll be taking your calls. We turn the show over to you. It's the BOGP open line. So join us Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central on YouTube and Facebook. And we'll be taking your calls. So join us there. All right. We'll be back again on Friday. And we're going to talk about those recent changes to Walt Disney world. Happily ever after coming back harmonious, going away free parking. And we're not talking about monopoly changes to theme park reservations and annual pass holders and all the other changes. We're going to talk about, Will those changes affect our next trip to Walt Disney World? Some will, some won't. We'll have that discussion on Friday's trip, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. So until we get back together again, you guys have an awesome Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.